Raindrops keep falling on my head. But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. La 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 Because I'm free, nothing's Four finger discount, dude. Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quiz, and nobody gets any more Facebook page, nohomers.net and popculture.com.au. I am Dando. I'm Mitch. Today we're here to record a Duffless, a fantastic episode. One that I never really watched much as a kid, but as an adult can really appreciate it. As an alcoholic, I can really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought it was nice that they dealt with the um, the serious theme of alcoholism, alcoholism but yeah. they made it not funny, but oh, well, they, they did make it funny, didn't they? Well, yeah, without they, taking the piss out of the situation. They made it funny, but without um, cheapening the situation. And making fun, without making fun of people who are alcoholics. Yeah, and for a show that, particularly in American culture, but for a show where they've constantly you know, got see, scenes at a bar, constantly showing Barney wasted and occasionally showing Homer wasted, it was nice for them to touch on the more serious side of of what can happen with alcoholism, but do it in a nice way. Yeah, because they've always sort of had Homer and Barney and all them drunk from the very first episode. They've gone to Moe's and whatnot. Yeah. It was important for them to sort of touch on saying, kids watching, it's not okay to be like this. Mm. You know what I mean? I did also like the fact that they didn't have Homer just go completely sober. Even at the end when he says to Moe, leave it in the fridge, as if to say, I'm still going to be drinking alcohol, yeah. but I'm going to make time for my family now, where before I didn't. Yeah. You know? Also... I thought it was a bit odd that Bart and Lisa, their story never really got a true ending. That annoyed me. Mm. Bart won the contest by using the hamster in the plane. I know what they were going for there with the gag, but it just would have been nice to have them a little bit of a conversation. Cause Some form of kind of... Cons- oh, not of Lisa explaining to yeah. Bart why she used him as an experiment yeah. and things like that. It never really got resolved. Yeah, I didn't think about that until now, but yeah, that's a good point. Mm, I thought maybe it might have been something that they had have done, but left out due to time or something. Possibly. But it just seems odd that they left it unanswered. Anyway, yeah. before we get into the today's review, I also need to mention the fact, we've mentioned it last week, that Patreons who donate $5 or more get a shout out on the show. We're recording these well ahead of time because I'm currently in the States as you're listening to this. We will read your name out once I'm back in Australia. I return on January 15th, so any episodes after that, your name will get read out then. So, Mitch, what was your favourite moments from this episode of Duffless? I think the ending. It's, fan- it's great, isn't the it? The raindrops keep falling in my head. I mean, I love Butch Cassidy, so I, that helps. I love what they were referencing and parodying, but it was just a nice Homer Marge moment. And ironically, it's probably not the... probably would have been one of my more or least liked endings as a kid. Because um, you weren't in a relationship. I think the song annoyed me. More than anything, when I, I was I like when I was I like it when now. Kid, yeah. When I was a kid, it was annoying. Um, it just you know, you grow up, your tastes change. Yeah, but yeah, the, the, just just the ending wraps wraps up Homer's moment so nicely. It sort of shows that despite all the troubles they have in their relationship, they still share a good bond. Yeah, Marge and Homer. It was just nice nice for him to put his friends aside, who he yeah. still does have uh, respect for and whatever. Marge is far more important at that point. And in time. also him coming to terms with. The bike, like he's not embarrassed about the bike anymore. Of course, anymore. never like, really noticed that's that. That's yeah. a small thing. That it's just I don't care. I'm with my wife. Yeah, he's running. That is true. Yeah, that is great. Uh, I also like the I cast thee out. Homer, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is no judgment here. <laughs> <laughs> and the, my favorite moment was giving the breathalyzer as he's about to get away with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let, let's honorable mention to the spiders. 
Yeah, the giant the, spider. The, the giant spider. So, a bit of trivia. Uh, do you want to go first? I went first last mm, week. Yeah, sure. I've, well, I've only... What have I got? I think I've only got three questions for you. I've got four. doesn't matter. How many beers did Homer drink when he was 17? Does he say it in the song? No. Oh, okay, I don't know. Six. Oh, the six pack? Well, I thought he must have drunk more throughout the no. song. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I would have guessed that. What year was Homer... There, and not just did he buy a six pack, but there were six empty cans. Okay. Or five empty cans. When he was one listening to Queen. When he was listening to Queen. What year was Homer born, according to his driver's license? Ah. <sighs> So that's a thing that I should know. Uh, 1973? 56. 56. He's in high school in the 70s, remember? Yeah, According to the show. That's a fair point. Uh, what does Homer fill his imaginary alcohol-filled car with? Obviously Al- alcohol, but yeah. what's the label? Oh, I don't know. Gasohol. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what year does Homer's license expire? I have no idea. 1996. Okay. Uh, what what dance is Skinner forced to do by Bart's dance race? Is that, uh, banana? Uh, no. Uh, fuck, I went back and looked at this. What is it? Mashed potato. Mashed potato. Fuck, I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. As soon as you said it. I don't it. know. Uh, you know, um, is it Chubby Checker? Land- Let's twist again. No, no, no. The um, Land of a Thousand Dances? No, oh, it's, not, it's not Chubby Checker. It's like Wilson Wilson Pickett, I think it might be. Okay. From the... um. My only other experience with the mashed potato is the Full Monty, but I love like. When do they do it in the Full Monty? Just when the black guy auditions, he puts that song on. It's like uh, one, two, three, ah, one, two, three. And I always remember the thing to um, hot stuff when they're waiting in line. In the, it just sort yeah. of gently <laughs> thrusting. Yeah. 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 But no, it's uh, in that. It's like mashed potato. It's one of the songs. <laughs> so anyway, um, I have one more question. I've just realised, okay. but you go. Uh, what does oh, Jasper- I have two more. God, I did more work than I realised. What does Jasper think he is at the centre for? He says... Uh, um, uh, microwave cookery. That's it, yep. yeah. No, senility. Coping with senility. Uh, what TV show did Duff sponsor or in the commercial like the... Um, it's something and Andy. Mm. Um, ish. It's, it's got, it sounds like Hamish. It sounds like Hamish, Yeah, what yes. is it? Amos. Amos, yeah. Because I remember I saw yeah. it. No, it's not Hamish and Andy. But they, like, like Amos and Andy is yeah. the way it's pronounced. Sounds like Hamish and Andy. Mm. And finally, my question is, how many days since Flanders' last drink? Uh, 4,000? 4, 4,000, yep. yes. Uh, my last question, what is the Queen logo? Oh, I couldn't tell you what it is. I, I know it. I can vision it, but you I don't know what it is. Vision it. Okay. So, um, this is just a little interesting tidbit that I thought I'd throw out there for okay, the, yeah. one of the greatest rock bands of all time. The logo features the Zodiac signs of all four members. Oh, two okay. lions for Leo, a crab for Cancer, and two fairies for... Fairies. For Virgo. Um, the lions are embracing stylized letter Q. The crab is resting atop the Q with flames rising de- directly above it. And uh, outside of that, it's also kind of a play on the British coat of arms. So a few facts about the episode before the review. The episode contains the first appearance of Sarah Wiggum, Chief Wiggum's wife, mm. and Ralph's mum. The episode contains a two-second snippet of footage which was taken from Bart the Daredevil. A close-up of Homer making a disappointed face and him saying doe when he gets arrested. Oh, okay. Don't know what. Maybe, I guess it would save money, but you wouldn't think it'd be much money or time. Mm. Anyway. Unless it was like a something where the, the animators forgot to do a scene, so they had to go to some possibly stop yep. footage or something like uh, that, or something went wrong somewhere. Mm-hmm. The staff did not want to show the hamster getting shocked when Lisa shocks him. They thought it was a bit too much for a kid show, but they had to defer to the story. Well, they, and they did it in a kind of funny way. Yeah, kind of a funny way. They, they just felt bad for it. They yeah, kids wouldn't want to see that. Animated really well. The way it's huddled up against the wall, yeah, all, scared, all yeah. afraid. Yeah, yeah. And the first line that Richard Nixon says during the Duff commercial was taken verbatim from the Kennedy-Dixon debate during the 1960 presidential campaign. Yeah. So, those are my facts for this week. Do you have any facts at all? I, think well, I had that one. No, just that one. Okay, fair enough. 
Uh, so the original air date was February 18th, 1993. The chalkboard gag, goldfish do not bounce or don't bounce. And the catch gag, Maggie is seated as the rest of the family overshoot the mark and run past the edge of the film and return to the catch. So I think that's been used before, that catch gag, yeah. before this one. Like past the film strip. Yeah, yeah. It brings up. it back yeah. in. Yep. So it kicks off with the science fair. Did you a joke that you would not be able to get away with? No, no, no way. For no a school how. with no Asian kids, we put on a good science fair. You would not get away with that at all. Uh, Bart makes the teachers do the monkey. Although it is one of those positive racism, like a positive racio- racial stereotype. It isn't. It is, but it's also making a joke about them at the same time, but in a positive way. I, yeah. know, I see what you. I know what you're it's saying. It's still yeah. racism, but it's not negative racism. It's not putting them down. It's saying because they're always so good at this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It still wouldn't be allowed on television these days. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> Surprise, we're allowed to air it these days. And what's the, the dance called? The mashed potato? The mashed potato is one of them. I think one of them says doing the monkey. The though. monkey. That's yeah. Miss Hoover? I think so, or yeah. Is Hoover or Krabappel? Well, it's Krabappel. Krabappel. And did you notice Dr. Pryor? The, yeah. He's doing it as well. What is he? The school psychiatrist. Yeah. And then they give Bart first prize. Yeah. And then Lisa's fucking Cut to Lisa. First prize. First prize. Lisa... He's a little bitch in this episode. Yeah, a little bit. So like she, she fucks with Bart, and then Bart fucks back with her, mm. and then she holds a... a well, that's part of a kind of normal relationship, brother, brother and sister-wise. Sister like, yeah. sometimes you love each other, sometimes you don't. So, I don't mind it when she... I oh, know, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. It was just interesting to see her being the vengeful one in this, when yeah. really, she started it all. Oh, particularly that line later on, where she's like, it's, it's just in the interest of silence. That'll learn him to smash my tomato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, then she mentions or she reveals that she's got a steroid tomato. I've grown a futuristic tomato by fertilizing it with anabolic steroids. The kind that help our Olympic athletes reach new peaks of excellence? The very same. And she plans to use it to wipe out world hunger. She, she wants the glory of it all, basically. She wants yeah. her, her face on the wall. I love like just slicing it. The whole family. More tomato. Yeah, <laughs> gathering around. Bart is testing out smoking on dogs. Yeah. And uh, then... Homer's planning on sticking to the Duff Brewery and he has this awesome conversation with himself. Before we get to that, okay, there's another good line from Homer here. And someone messaged our page. I could not find it because it was months ago. They're asking if we knew what this scene was. Um, and I'm sure that this is I what I remember this as about. well. We couldn't find it. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, you know, Marge said something. Homer reacts like he wasn't listening to her at all. And this is, I'm pretty sure this is what they were talking about. It's that, Homer, I want you to encourage Lisa with a science fair project. Yeah, syrup is better than jelly. Yeah. <laughs> as he's pouring maple syrup all over his pancakes. <laughs> but yes, he has this awesome conversation with himself where you think he's going to get away with it. Yeah. And then he fucks it up for himself. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Duff Brewery. Yeah. Like... What's great about this, and the animators or the you know the showrunners and that were talking about it. This helps bring a show in on budget and on time. That the animation is so simple; it's yeah. just the camera panning up and down and up and down. Perfect. Mm. Like it's so so goddamn funny. They use this kind of gag so much in the early years. Once they realised how funny it was, Homer yeah. talking to himself. But it's just great that when she questions him, he just screams and runs. Yeah, he's got no way of yeah. talking way out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Then it cuts to the workers who were just like drones at the uh, power plant, just yeah. uh, kind of like zombies, whipped. you know, yeah, walking in. And Homer has this map. Is it, what's, what's it say? Something about if the plant you wish to, f- flee. to flee, go to sector 7B. <laughs> it's almost like it's, it wasn't a it's parody, it, it wasn't a parody of Indiana Jones in any way. It was taken from a TV show. Um, then the, the guy that wrote it wasn't even sure what TV show it came from, okay. he was just inspired by something. But it kind of feels a bit Indiana Jones. Oh, of course, especially with the giant spider and everything. Yeah, the, the giant skeleton, spider's in it, but and yeah. the skeleton and that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, it's very Temple of Doomish. Yeah, 
Like, uh, <laughs> it's so good though, like that. Um, to defeat the evil spider's, spider's curse, simply quote a Bible verse. Thou shalt not... Picks up a rock. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> Knocks it out. Runs. Goes to jump out the window. I'll use this also in my video of JR. Where it's Jeff oh, Hardy falling off a 20-foot yeah, ladder. Yeah. <laughs> Barney thinks he sees Princess, Princess die. die. Oh, it's just a pile of rags. <laughs> a pile of white rags. Homer's just messed up on the ground. Lisa then asks Bart to hold her tomato. Why is she taking it to school when the science fair is for three days? Maybe I she no was idea. growing it there? I guess so. Why did she just leave it at home? Using the well, school the, science they don't have, maybe? They don't have the horticulture the facilities. facilities <laughs> yeah. required. Uh, but but he says, certainly. Is it like, maybe like Three Stooges or something? What's the, It's a little bit more just a Jersey accent or something goes, like that. Like it makes a weird sound when he's, after he says certainly. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't notice the weird sound. Yeah. I the thought that's what the Three Stooges did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he throws it at Skinner because he just can't resist it. Skinner's bent over in front of him. As Tying, that sounds. The, oh, how good is the score? As the in the build up to that, it's like a murder scene. Yeah, all blood splats. Well, doom, a, doom. Originally, they were going to include a Vietnam flashback while the tomato was in the air, like another. So, like, of him about to get hit or something. Yeah, or like a bomb coming down or something like that. Presumably, yeah. Um, they had to cut it for time, but that's what it was building up towards. It still works great without it, and the way the tomato spatters up on the faces, as you said, sort of akin to blood spatter. It's like Psycho when the girl gets stabbed in the shower. There's doom doom. There's blood yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. The aftermath. I love Skinner's no. No. Unless it's just absolutely shattered. I it sounded like a ghost for some reason. Then. Yeah, that's not how that's supposed to work. Uh, at the Duff Brewery. And he's mentioned to everyone that they were recently had a news story about being contaminated with strychnine. Yeah. Which is used in... No, 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 I haven't heard. CNN? <laughs> oh, CNN. Oh, yeah. Now, was that meant to be taking the piss out of alcoholics? The fact that they're just... Well, not so much alcoholics, but just the the average folk that don't pay attention to the real to news. To the news, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and they'll, they'll... If imp- not alcoholics, even just members of Springfield, residents of Springfield. Yeah, and the, like, the fact that he told them that they had that yeah. and then that they're on CNN no, I mean, and they were impressed that they got on CNN. Well, oh, it's not true. CNN, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's not true. Let's just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they continue the tour and there's the, like, the politically incorrect ads on the wall and they play the... I knew he was a commie because he didn't, yeah. didn't drink Duff. Love that. And they have the 50s commercial. Now, here's one of our favourite Duff beer commercials from the early 1950s. Only Duff fills your Q-Zone with pure beer goodness. So drink up, and up, and up! Duff Beer, proud sponsors of Amos and Andy. That's pretty much just taken directly from what commercials used to be back then. Oh, 100%. Like, you know, and they would go to the... Remember when they would have... Well, remember, like we were alive, but if you've seen the old old ads where they would have doctors recommending a particular brand of cigarette over No, and really? Yeah, they legitimately used to do that fucking make up health benefits that obviously didn't exist. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, they were a law unto themselves. I still can't believe that seatbelts weren't even a law until like 40 years ago. Mm. Like when, my, well, when our parents were growing up, they didn't have to wear a seatbelt and that was fine. Well, I guess you're only, you're only putting yourself... Well, you're probably putting other occupants in the car at risk as well. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wear seatbelts, kids. So, the president's uh, promoting Duff. And see, Nixon tries to weasel his way in as well. I also... <laughs> I uh, also enjoy that uh, particular brand of beer. The man never drank a Duff in his life. <laughs> so good, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, fuck you. Oh, there's a cool little tidbit about this, actually. Yeah. Because um, like, what they're playing on there, obviously, is how well JFK presented. Like, There's a very famous story about that presidential debate on TV where people listening on the radio thought Nixon had won, but everyone on TV thought JFK had won. Um, oh. He was just that much more charismatic and looked better. Um, so it's kind of, you know, Homer just going along with that. But 
Um, <laughs> Al Jean was saying that he went to some video video library and found footage of the debate that people had edited to make it look like Richard Nixon had won. Yeah. So it would just be nothing but like Nixon nailing these points, and then it would cut to JFK kind of flumbering and f- being looked like looking flustered. Yeah. And yeah. then it would just cut back to Nixon. I have to check it out. I just love Homer's response. Though. It's just fantastic. He's just he's so passionate about Duff. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's got the three different duffs, the normal duff, duff dry and duff light, all coming out of the same tube. Yep. And <laughs> mentions how they've got plenty of ideas. What does the future hold for duff? <laughs> Let's just say we've got a few ideas up our sleeve. Like what? Um, I'd rather not get into it right now. Why not? All right. We don't have any ideas for the future. We got nothing. Happy? No. Lisa's very upset at home and Marge suggests that she starts the hamster maze. Yep. And then she gets the idea of making Bart... Pictures Bart. As the hamster. On the hamster, yeah. And she has a little evil laugh. Then Cut we catch to the quality control guy. Yeah, how great is it? Love him. Yeah. Fine, 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 mouse, fine, rat, fine, syringe. Nose. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a bang-up job. Well, thanks, buddy. That makes it all worthwhile. And it's what just... goes through besides Hitler's head? Oh, well, that was the big one. Yeah. I think that... Was, I don't know. There's a few other things, but yeah. yeah. It's hard to pay attention to anything else once Hitler's gun's coming in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Homer then tells Barney it's time to go. While oh. eating gummy beers. Oh, gummy beers, of yeah. course, yes. What a great product that is. Yes, instead of gummy bears. We have Coke bottles. Close. That's true. Yeah. I thought it was funny how Homer was the responsible one here. Mm. Barney was the reckless one. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm trying to knock you out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was a bit over the top. But obviously, he tried to take the keys off of him. And it bashes the shit out of Barney. Oh, this is one of the classic moments of... It's so funny because Barney screams the same way every time. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so good. And then, fine, just take the keys. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's just so resistant. He wants to drive home. Wiggum's then in the costume, dressed as the giant beer, and they pull Homer over. And Homer seems love, very fun. love how many cops they had behind the billboard. Yeah. Like, I was trying to... F- there were a few moments, and this was one of them that I thought must have been referencing a movie of some kind, but I couldn't find what, because that's not overly iconic, that scene. But it f- just felt cinematic. Well, Homer then spells his alphabet out on one leg, holding his finger on his nose. Yeah. He's all fine. Like- <laughs> Flawless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to get away. Give him the breathalyzer. <laughs> I think that would be the first thing they would have done, but anyway. Springfield cops being true to form, they're going to let Barney go home anyway. Yep. Think you can get this car home? Sure thing, giant beer! Ooh, oh! Ow! Mother of mercy! <laughs> this is kind of fun! Whee! <laughs> Best part about this scene is when Wiggum starts enjoying himself. Hey, it's kind of fun! I, I like just, just before that. Mother of mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Having a great time. He's giggling and obviously explodes. And then explodes. That's a little bit more of the over-the-top Simpsons sensibilities. Mom kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That we're starting. Flying like, nun exploding. Yeah. That this has really been the tipping point. Yeah. Well, season four is, is the tipping Marge point. Marge was the one around. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Cut back from commercial and Wigan was calling Marge. Oh, this is a great oh, scene. How funny is it? As a kid, yeah. I did, this would have gone over my head, Your I Your husband was found DOA. Oh my God, he's dead? Sorry, DWI, DWI. I always get those two confused. I can't remember the other woman's name. Mrs. Uh, someone. Wait, but I, you said my husband's DUI? Uh, why don't you talk to that officer over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to lunch. Fantastic, fantastic gag. Uh, Huts then. <laughs> this is a good. Got a plan for Homer. Great pullback reveal. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a plan yeah. for Homer. Each Sup- more surprising than the last. Pipe down in there, Huts. <laughs> Just bangs it on the... Oh, so funny. <laughs> I wonder what Huts did to get into prison. Just being Huts. Mm, that's a good question. Stole liquor. Let's go with that. Why not? 
Uh, Homer then loses his license. <laughs> says, I want that last remark stricken from the record. Tonight. <laughs> Paddy enjoys stamping it that he's lost his license. Yep. Lisa then buys a hamster and the guy's pretty much just, she wants the smartest this one. Is f- this is a great bit of dialogue from the um, pet shop pet shop owner. Wise guy. She's yeah. trying to sell this yeah. thing's a dumb little kid a hamster. Yeah. I want the most intelligent hamster you've got. Okay. Uh, this little guy writes mysteries under the name of J.D. McGregor. How can a hamster write mysteries? Well, he gets the ending first, then he works backwards. Ah, oh, come on. Look, kid, just take him before his mother eats him, all right? Homer then rides the bike to work. I like the animation here where you think he's going to be driving, and he yeah. rides out past the car on his yeah. bike, and obviously Nelson gives him shit. But it's just funny, though, that he's upset until he finds he's got a whistle. Bell. Oh, Bell, whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is as bad as it seems. Yeah. <laughs> he's happy now. He's set. Lisa then starts the project, Is My Brother Dumber Than a Hamster? Yeah, but just getting his fists stuck in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, man, walks off. Hamster then uses the couch. He's testing it. See how yeah. smart it is. Uses the couch to climb up and get the cheese off the top of the bookcase. Very clever. Bart sees the cupcake on the bookcase. Uh, oh, before the cu- I love that Bart's just walking through. Sees the just walks past the bookshelf and gives it some stupid books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sees the cupcake just for existing. Yeah, tries to climb it, pulls the bookcase on top of himself, and then Maggie gets the cupcake. Of course, yeah, she does too. Then Lisa hamster one, Bart zero. Mm-hmm. Next one she tries is the electrical current. This yep. is obviously, as, as I said earlier. She does point out, she does say like a small yeah, amount I, of They current. would have put that in there just for the kids yeah. at home. Yeah, they didn't want to have to shock the, the hamster, but they did anyway for the further story. The Beware the hand of man. Yeah. And But <laughs> when he gets that the first time in the race. <laughs> so this, that's why I thought it must have been Three Stooges earlier because it's the second Three Stooges reference. Yeah, that's true. Maybe they meant because they're trying to make him dumb in this episode. Maybe they're trying to make him a dumb three. three maybe, uh, maybe possibly. Anyway, the way he reacts is just hilarious. It's yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Just never learns. Then we get to the alcoholics course, and they're showing the video. <laughs> the Wickham Home movies. Yes, this video is going to scare the pants of all of you, or whatever. And then Wickham's just shared him in the similar to home when he's out the front. Yeah. The, um, when the neighbors were sh- um, shopping for the home, and they're about to turn it off. No, no, I'll do something funny here. Yeah. Wets his wife. Obviously, yeah. it's the first appearance from Sarah Wickham. And then they start playing the Troy McClure driver education video. I love his intro. Like, forget forget the the joke lines of Elsa's adventures through the windshield glass. How quickly he goes from somber to up. Yes. Where he's standing in front of this twisted wreckage, blood everywhere. Terrible. It was terrible or tragic, but it's terrible. Just terrible. Hi, I'm actor Troy McClure. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's absolutely shocked as they're showing all different results from car crashes. Homer laughs at it. All to kind of played to like a Benny Hill style. Music. Yes. Uh, how good. They're appealing him off the sidewalk. Here is an appealing fellow. <laughs> In fact, they're appealing him. Um, yeah, that is. Homer, it's funny because awesome. I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> Homer then goes to Alcoholics Anonymous mm-hmm. and we get the Jasper gag of coping with senility. Yeah. But he, he says microwave cookery. No, wait a minute. Coping with senility. Flanders then tells his story. Oh, this is so good. I, I didn't realise that this is where that Netflix and chill diddly... Uh, yeah, chill okay. diddly yeah. Oh, halfway through Netflix and chill diddly and he gives you this look arena. Something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was my first and last Blackberry schnapps. Ned, did you clip Ann Landers today? <laughs> Ann Landers is a boring old biddy. <gasps> Ned! I was more animal than man. <laughs> My name is Atu. I love to get Blatu. My name is Hans. Drinking has ruined my life. I'm 31 years old. Cuts to Homer, and I'm here because Court made me. Yeah. <laughs> and 
uh, Reverend's like, we can help you never drink another beer again. Screams and jumps out the window. Yeah. Cut to Marge and Homer discussing Homer's problem in bed. This is where I realized I had a problem. Because you do this? I was doing all of these last night. I didn't hide alcohol. Is that you hide alcohol around the house? Hiding alcohol was the only thing that I didn't do. But so you drink alone? I, I was alone last night. I was having some drinks, primarily to be able to help me fall asleep, but also just to escape reality for the evening. Why were you alone? Ash is away. Is she away already? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. So uh, And I'll be doing it again tonight. <laughs> uh, and then she makes Homer just... Promise. Basically, yeah. No I, beer for a month. I, I no do like beer for a month. Homer in the mirror. Like, do you drink to escape I reality? Do, do, Pictures do. himself as a muscle man. I made a meme. Hiding once, beer in the toilet. Yes, every guy at the gym when I look in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no deer for a month. Did you say yeah. deer or beer? Deer. Deer. <laughs> Honest. Yeah. <laughs> you can't think of anything. Marge just pretty much begs him, like, please, can you just try it? I know you can do it. Yeah. Starting tomorrow, no beer for one month. What was that sound? I was saying, I love you. <laughs> Cut back from commercial and Bart, Bart is, is, is just... Cup, Marge asked him to pick up the cupcakes Bart's the starting to be mentally tormented. He's just... He's, what did he say last week? I broke his brain. Yeah. At least he's broke his yeah. brain. Cupcakes. Yeah. Sweet cakes for all. <laughs> Reaching up for the cupcakes, they looked a lot like breasts. It's meant to be a parody of uh, when... Clockwork Orange, when the yeah. guy's looking up at the chick's breasts. Uh-huh. Well, what I was thinking about, why is there no word for that? Like... Lightsabers or anything that's kind of long cylindrical, they're always referred to as being phallic objects, anything that's kind of symbolizing a penis or or like male masculinity. There's no equivalent of phallic for bosoms. And I feel like the English language is worse off for it. Well, you can spend the next 20 minutes trying to think of one, and that can be your final words, all right? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Little tease for what's coming up at the end. Mitch is about to invent a word. Yes. Homer then tips beer down the drain as he sings When I Was 17. A classic song yeah. from The Simpsons. When I was 17, I drank some very good beer. I drank some very good beer I purchased with a fake ID. My name was Brian McKee. I stayed up listening to Queen when I was 17. I've heard um, Shakespeare do a uh, Shakespeare Shatner do a cover of When I Was Seventeen. Is it amazing? Pretty goddamn great. The Simpsons version? Uh, no, 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 that would be awesome. Sinatra version. <laughs> yeah. Cuts the butt, uh, finding Lisa's experiment, and he's just he's like, I'm going to get you for this, Lisa. I've yeah. hidden it. Well, can't find well you. first what? he tries to crush it like this pellet, the electric pellet, and zaps course, himself yeah. again like three times. Yeah, yeah. And Lisa's like, "Where is it? Where is it?" I have a Bond it. reference here, by the way. Yeah. Um, oh, stroking the cat. Yeah. Is he stroking, stroking the, the hamster? Hamster, hamster. That yeah, spins yeah. around in the chair, Blofeld style. Yep. Uh, I've hidden it. And you have to use all these different clues to find it. Lisa just runs off, finds it straight away. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows how stupid he is. At the science fair, and Milhouse, behold oh, gravity. gravity. In all its glory. <laughs> Pretty lame, <laughs> Milhouse. <laughs> Milhouse is always the butt of jokes for teachers these days. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, the father's then done the project for his kid. Oh, yeah. I love that. I feel like that's what I'll be like when I'm a dad. Worked so hard on it. For, I'm not going to let you screw it up now. Go stand over there. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you notice that that was the my dingling kid, just with different oh, color hair. Yeah, okay. Uh, Nelson, this is what I thought. I didn't like this gag. A bit too much. I was aiming for his head when Nelson shoots the balloon. Mm. Too much. He's a kid. Didn't need to be there, in my opinion. It's only an air gun. Regardless, he's he would have sh- had a real rifle at school. No, I'd, I don't think even the character of Nelson would want to shoot Mal- uh, Martin in the head. No, to, hurt, to hurt him, not to kill him. 
If it exploded a balloon, I'm sure it would fucking kill him. Okay, if I got a thumbtack right no, now and no, pushed it into your forehead versus a balloon, what's going to have more damage done to it? No, but it's a hot air, hot air balloon's made of... It could take 80 days around the world. I'm pretty sure it's better than a helium balloon. Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I just thought... Just, I didn't like the... didn't sound great. I was aiming for his head, especially because they're both at school. Homer then finds the alcohol-fueled car. One for you, one yeah. for me. Uh, Marge is concerned for Lisa, saying, I, I wish you didn't treat your, your brother like an experiment kind of thing. And then Lisa's like, no, it's fine. It was just purely for science. That'll teach him to bust my tomato. Learn him. That's the, that's the thing him. that I like. Like, she doesn't use proper English in yep. that particular sentence. It's a very unleased line, but perfect for, this, for the moment. But then uses the hamster. She's completely stolen it. Yeah. Can hamsters fly planes? Oh, look at his little goggles. <laughs> and it's like the way it looked like the clothes. You know what the funny thing was? That's the first thing I thought of. Oh, look at his little clothes. Yeah. His little outfit. His little scarf. <laughs> How did he get the scarf around him? <laughs> Everyone just loves the little costumes and Bart wins first prize. I don't need to see the other exhibits. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with sides. It's like when Skinner sees the uh, Chewbacca toys yeah. the Star Wars toys. We have a winner. Homer, then we get a montage of his month, basically. So he watches the yeah, sexist Duff commercial. Down. That's right. The um, feminist, down with sexism, down with sexism, just sprays them all with beer and they turn into dancing bikini chicks. Yep. Did you notice the background where they were at McMahon and Tate, which is the oh, business no, from Bewitched? Well, what do you know? Yeah, I don't know how I knew that. I'm actually going to Google it now to make sure that I'm correct. Hang on. <laughs> McMahon. Very bizarre thing to have had if that's what it is. Because I used to love Bewitched when I was a kid. Don't ask me why. I just fucking did. It was on 5.30 in the afternoon. I used to watch it after MASH. So McMahon, Tate, Bewitched. Let's see if this is right. I'm Googling it. <laughs> Probably nothing. McMahon and Tate, Bewitched. McMahon and Tate advertising. Yeah, be right. Okay. Anyway, so... What's the next one? So he's bored at the baseball. At the baseball. Yeah. Everyone else in the stands drinking. It's like, yep. with the, he's uh, called for a timeout. He's going to get a different bat. Oh, and now there's a beach ball on the field. I never realized how boring this game is. It's uh, every Australian at a soccer match. Or, yeah, or cricket. Football. So all you internationals, but we call it soccer here. And cricket. Test cricket. One day cricket's yeah. fine. 2020 is even better. Hmm. Test cricket. Homer's also lost weight, and Marge is starting to see the benefits. She's like, oh, you, look, you haven't looked great. <laughs> he waddles to bed as his pants, pants fall falling down. God, yeah. that's funny. That's Nicola at the moment. Nicola's lost 14 kilos now. You guys just stopped eating food. What's going on? I haven't lost any weight. <laughs> Nicola has. Uh, Patty and Summer notice here a supperware party. Mm. Not Tupperware. Yeah. And she puts the jar, the jar over her head. Come jub, on, jub, jub. jub it's mommy. <laughs> and Homer's like, Don't be scared, jub, jub. It's mama. I would kill everyone in this room for a drop of sweet beer. He's just really, really feeling the uh, what's the word? Um, withdrawal symptoms. The withdrawal symptoms. The, that's what the cravings. Yeah, cravings. Yeah, yeah. And then he's at the meeting. It's the hatred for Tupperware parties. Oh man, he's at the meeting, and as we get there, nothing here. You'll get you. There's trouble. no judgment. The other day, I was so desperate for a beer, I snuck into a football stadium and ate the dirt under the bleachers. I cast the out. <laughs> it's such a good, it's such a good delivery from Harry. Yeah. Oh my god. And then he's riding his bike to work, I'm assuming to work, or anywhere, and he sees the billboards. Yeah. Just trying like to... Like, everywhere. Like, literally parachuting in like it's D-Day. Yeah. Like, that That looked like um, the... Uh, I was going to say 4077th. That's MASH. It looked like <laughs> looked like the platoon from Band of Brothers. Like, yes. that was what I, I was sort of thinking back to, yep. as much as this was well before that. But, you know, any of those yeah. paratroopers from World War Two. And then the uh, the train goes past, chug-a-lug, 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 yeah. chug-a-lug. And then the, obviously the I like that he also, also stacks on a can an empty can of yeah. and then the blimp is it the blimp yeah drops free beer from yeah. this guy it's it's all falling apart for him but he gets to the end of the month and as he's crossing it off just 
he's shaking because he's just it's broken him basically. But he's made it, he's, and it's a good effort from Homer to be able to make mm. it. But he just wants to start drinking immediately. Marge is disappointed because she thought no, a month without beer, maybe he could- <laughs> send the kids to the neighbors. I'm coming back loaded. Yeah. <laughs> And his, his argument is that, you know, the butterflies are expecting me. Is yeah. that, you know, they're important people when really yeah. Marge is more important than him in the, long, in the grand scheme of things. Oh, one of the benefits of Homer not drinking, you don't sweat while you eat anymore. Yes, yeah. And the, the guy who calls me Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you say it's $100. Yoink, takes it, goes to Moe's. And Moe is shitting on him when he walks in. But then once he realizes that Homer wants a beer, yeah. he wants to be his friend. Hey, oh, Homer's back. back. Yeah. yeah. No one changes. Just the response. Yeah. And this they is where really, Homer realizes that... They a, really draw the bar to be a dingy, depressing oh, place. Terrible. And Homer realizes just how depressing it is to be yeah. there, basically. But like it's I like, said, though... It's like walking into a TAB at three o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. Oh. It's... it's oh, It just hurts. Going to the pokies, yeah, on like a, say, Thursday at like two, and there's just all mm. old people in there. Yeah. You think, oh, this, I, this is what your life's become. Just reminded myself, I've got a cromulent story that I'm in my life from earlier today. Stay tuned for that. In one, the mailbag, make sure you remind me to say Stay it. Stay tuned, I will. But basically, as he said though, leave it in the leave it in the fridge, Mo. I've got a date with my wife, as if to say, I'm not giving up on beer, mm. but I'm just gonna put my wife ahead of beer in this point in time anyway. You'll be back, and so will you, and you, and you. Of course, I'll be back. If you didn't close, I'd never leave. That's a reference to a film, apparently. I can't remember what it was. It did okay. say it on Wikipedia. I'm sure one of our listeners will write in and let us know. Uh, then Homer and Marge, with a great ending of riding the bike together, singing Raindrops Keep Falling yep. in My Head. As lovely so song, lovely the ending. Butch Cassidy in the Sundance Kid yep, scene. Yep. Um, great sort of serenading moment in that movie. As I said, despite all their troubles, Marge and Homer just have a great relationship. They just love each other to the end. I think you put this in your top five endings. endings yeah, yep. lovable endings of all time, which you can find on our website. But yeah, overall, a, a great episode. Actually, yeah. was this, uh, you might be thinking of the money when Marge had cost them the settlement. I might have put that in the top five. I might have written a list, or one of us has written a list mm. and included this well, at one. At some point. Yes, yeah. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? Oh, I wrote that down. Where did it go? Whilst you think of one, I'll say that I learned, beware the hand of man. That That's a, a very, yeah, very important thing to have to figured out. Um, I learned a, a little bit about how gravity works. <laughs> Basically. Don't to represent it. No, no, you can. It, it got the message across to me. It did? Just, just a little bit lame. Yeah. Jamail! Jamail is here! Ooh! So, time for the mailbag. Mitch, what have we got this week? Before, well, uh, before uh, the mailbag, let's... You said that you wanted me to remind you about a cromulent story. Yes. So, um, which to listen... <laughs> it's funny that I've said I want you to remind me about two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> Cast your minds back, listeners. Oh, we were young then. Um, when I was 17. So, I was... <laughs> it's sad that what had reminded me of this was thinking about TAB and sad kind of public places to go to. I went to an Aldi supermarket today. And so, like, for me, for international listeners, Aldi's like discount supermarket chain in Australia. Um, and for Australian listeners, you know who Aldi are because they're popping up all over They're getting the big. Yeah. yeah. Now... I try to avoid going to Aldi whenever I can because I just can't shake off the feeling of Aldi. Like, as soon as I walk in there, I just feel like I've done something wrong. Not quite right. Like, everyone around me... And I know that they're not. I know lots of... I know everyone shops... Like, a lot of people shop at Aldi, but I can't help but feel like Aldi's almost like Centrelink. Like, I'm just like, I shouldn't be here. I've got a good job. This doesn't feel right. I heard a couple, though, having a conversation in there, and one of them was kind of expressing that exact same feeling. I'm like, oh, what, what 
is this? Like, there's something... I can't put my finger on it, but something's wrong here. The boyfriend has responded, It's dignity. Don't you recognize dignity when you can't see it? He said that. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Was like, That's <laughs> Give him a high so five. Uh, it was like two aisles over. I just heard it floating across. <laughs> Should have yelled it, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that, that was my cromulent story. Send in more so of those stories too, by the way. I haven't been getting many much, many lately. So mailbag at fourfingerdiscount.com.au. Mm. Cromulent stories that are big in your life. Yeah. Uh, now, we've got a question that's come in from Alexander Crockett. He would like to firstly thank us for rekindling, rekindling his love for the show. Um, what he's noticed is that no one's ever stated that Professor Frink is their favourite character. Well, let me be the first to say that it is his favourite character. And his question is relevant to that and kind of relevant to the whole science fair nature of this episode. Yeah. If you could have any of Professor Frink's inventions, which one would it be and why? I wouldn't want this because I don't like sour shit, but I've liked his sour ball. I always thought it was funny. Cause I was thinking of that as well. I don't know. Just turns Homer's mouth inside out like it's a black hole. Yeah. The uh, transporter from Trails of Horror, that'd be awesome. Oh, the was basically like the fly yeah. style. So, you put yeah. one somewhere else and it transport you there. It's just setting up to take a whiz. Just yeah. Like, Homer, no. <laughs> Puts his hand in. <laughs> so, punches Lisa in the head. Yeah. <laughs> transport would be something I would want that transport, transport would be great um, so my, my first thought was also the, the gobstopper um, but I would like he, I don't even know what it's called but the machine that he uses to figure out what the secret ingredient is in a flaming mo like the Willy Wonka thing yeah <laughs> who's now, been playing with this thing yeah I'm now telling the computer exactly what I could do with the <laughs> lifetime supply of chocolate Yes, so thank you for that question. Yeah, so I've said his name once. Do we need to say it again? Alex? <laughs> um, um, I deleted it. I'm pretty sure it was Alex. Alex. <laughs> I've so thank you for the screenshot. So thank you for that question, Alex. Do appreciate it. Any more questions for this week? Uh, no, that's it for this week. We'll hold a few over for the next ones. Um, okay. I do have a joke if you want to hear Go a for joke. it. Why not? We've only been going for about 45 minutes, so. Jesus, we've flown through that. Yeah, we've smashed this one. Um, I, so this one... I really want to get to America. The, the joke, <laughs> flight leaves in about three hours. <laughs> about um, six weeks ago. I was reading a Stuart Lee article and uh, there was like, you know, what is the funniest whatever and of about 10 different things. Like, what's the funniest piece of clothing you've worn? Who's the funniest man you've seen? Blah, blah, blah. And then one of them was, what is the funniest joke that you've ever seen? And it was from a comedian named Ted Chippington who um, was big, I believe, in the 80s. Or uh, big. He was an alternative alternative comedian, so never would have been big, big. But he was working in the 80s. And... I'm going to prefix this joke by saying that the reason that he found it was his funniest joke is that the guy would tell, like, told it for years and years and years. And he, Stuart, loved the sheer audacity of the fact that people have paid money to be entertained. And he was trying to pass this joke off as in any way acceptable to be able to tell on stage, but would just do it so earnestly that he couldn't help but laugh. So I was uh, walking down the street the other day and I was, um, there's a guy in a suit in front of me. I said, mate, how long, like, how far away is it to the train station? And he looked at me and went, one mile. I said, one mile? He says, one mile, roughly speaking. <laughs> That's dad joke 101. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola would love that. Picture that joke told to like a room of 300 people. Well, they do, just, laugh. Well, it would be one of those ones where like maybe half the room like, would. Uh... But like he just stared them down and like dared them to laugh at <laughs> it. I would laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Give that man the ten thousand dollars. Not only would I laugh, I would be banging my hand on the table. But <laughs> <laughs> what is it when oh yeah, man gets hit by football when Homer just starts bursting out laughing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when everyone's just looking at him. This contest is over. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good joke. 
It's not. But, it's, <laughs> but, it's, but again, it's it's what I love, and I've said this before. Any joke where you get to act a little bit in it is, and like where you need to act to try and sell the joke. Yeah, I'm a big fan of. Well, thanks for listening to our review of Duffless. Apologies that it's gone so short. We just absolutely smashed it. What well, do we want to talk about? Something else for 15 minutes? I'm sure, you want or, to talk about something. I don't, I don't care. I can talk about movies in general. Um, <laughs> okay, why not? <laughs> why not? Well, do you want to save it for a Patreon exclusive? We'll just, we'll just give it for free. No, we'll just do it. Just, just do it for free. Just, Go for just, it. Just, tell, just, tell us about movies, Mitchell. I saw, well, I'll, I'll give like a quick little snapshot review of Hacksaw Ridge. Okay. Our boy Mel Gibson's return to... Oh, is it that one? Is it? Okay, yeah, yeah, to kind of accepted um, status in Hollywood, I suppose. Just accepted status in society. Like, I don't think he's been truly forgiven, but it's, you know, it's kind of getting closer. Um, and I feel like unfairly cast out, like... Not in any way defending his comments, but you've had 20 or 30 years of a career. You have one drunken night where you're like off your face. You you have a fucking breakdown. It gets plastered everywhere and then you don't get to work for a decade. Like, it's a little bit. He's had more than one case of being aggressive when he's drunk though. It was the Jew thing was like... That set it off, that but he also had domestic thing. violence cases as well. Oh, but everyone has domestic violence in Hollywood. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Same could go with Michael Richards. He's still not back yet. Yeah, he was never going to... He wasn't... He was just crazy. He wasn't there to begin with. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so Hacksaw Ridge. Incredible movie. If you get a chance, this is probably the best war movie since Saving Private Ryan. Give a brief recap. Not not a rec- like what happens, but... a. What can we synopsis? Yeah, synopsis, okay. yeah. So, it's based on a true story of a medic in World War II who was a conscientious objector to the war. So, basically, the Seventh-day Adventist um, wanted to serve. He felt like a kind of duty-bound to go and serve his country, but didn't want to take a life. Couldn't bring himself to take a life. He thought that, that was the biggest sin in the world. So, went over, refused to carry a gun. Refused to even touch a gun, basically. Even in, in training, he didn't want to fire a rifle. He was just there because he wanted to help out as a medic. Um, this guy saved, single-handedly saved, 74 fellow soldiers. Um, and it's kind of the story of that battle and how it... his story, A little bit of the story of his life growing up, going through training, kind of being ostracized and abused and bullied and all that sort of stuff for not wanting to fight. Everyone thought he was a coward. And what ends up happening in the fight is he kind of... The whole platoon retreats. He gets a little bit caught behind because he's trying to um, bring a body back with him. They've all bailed and sort of head back to headquarters and he's left up there on the battlefield and kind of in this dying moment, he sort of like looks up to God and he's like, you know, what do you want from me? I don't understand. And then here's a guy cry out and sort of like through the, the dirt and the dust and the fog of war just charges back out in the battlefield to find this guy and just goes one at a time, just goes... Oh, you know, gets another one, gets another one, gets another one until he ultimately, as I said, saved 74 Forrest people Gump. on his own. Pretty much Forrest Gump, but in real life. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing story. But what they... So, this is based on a true story. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I don't feel too bad. Like, the spoilers aren't necessarily the story. It's like little moments within that, that really give the movie some impact and power. Um, I'm going to call it here. We've put this on record. Hugo Weaving, hands down, best supporting actor nomination at the very least. And if he doesn't win, it's going to take a hell of an effort for someone else to do it. Okay. He is that... He hasn't been in a movie for a long time, Hugo. Like a blockbuster? Not a blockbuster, no, certainly not. Um, like He's been in... Mostly just been working in Australian stuff. Yeah. Little indie flicks, The Mule and that sort of thing. But hands down, holy shit, this is one of the better performances I've seen in a really long time from anybody in any role in any movie. 
he's that good. Gibson loves war films, or battle films. Yeah. What's he, what's better, this or We Were Soldiers? I love We Were Soldiers, but this is a better movie overall. Okay. Um, the fight scenes in this are probably more impactful than We Were Soldiers, and it's probably got a little bit... Because of the bit, technology now? Yeah, definitely because of the technology, and it's got a little bit less hoorah attitude that We Were Soldiers had. Like, you know, people just strolling around through a battlefield unfazed, as much as there were some people afraid as well. Like, so, But this had a real... It was really visceral. Like, what they do is they, they ramp the explosions up, not to, like, a Michael Bay level of parody, but they make it larger than life. So, audiences are kind of desensitized. So, you've got to play it bigger than what it is to make them... To make you as an audience member feel the way it would have felt if you were actually out there on that battlefield. They do that really well. Garfield's really good. The only thing that... Oh, well, there's two two criticisms that I have. The first is casting. I wish Hollywood... I feel like they did it pretty well with Band of Brothers, but they've got to stop casting, you know, 20 good-looking fucking bodybuilders in World War II films or, yeah. like, that sort of thing. Like, they were 18... It was, it's just people, kids off the street yeah. that got dragged and taken to war. Yeah, or signing up or lying about their age. Like, they were beanpoles for the yeah. most part. They not, bod- and bodybuilding wasn't even huge in back then. Like, they, yeah. they weren't big guys everywhere. Yeah, so these guys are all chiseled features and everyone's handsome and that are. sort of thing. I'm like, eh, it's, it's just, that just takes you out of it a tiny bit. But that's I also, what I love about Forrest Gump, though, the fact that everyone's just a regular person. Yeah. That's why it felt real in Forrest Gump. Anyway, yeah, continue, but that's very true. And Stripes is yeah. much the same. Yeah. Um, but, like, that just takes it... I understand why, but it does take it out a little bit. The only other thing that you struggle with is Vince Vaughn plays, like, the drill, in, <sighs> the drill sergeant. Now, absolutely nothing against Vince Vaughn's performance. He does everything that he should do, and he does it all well. But it's Vince Vaughn. Yeah. You cannot shake reality from the fact that this guy's, you know, screaming in someone's face. And you're like, you're the dude from Swingers. You're, you're not threatening. You're, you're dodgeball. But what Gibson does fantastically... Is Gibson in it or just direct it? Just directs. He cuts whenever or there's probably two or three moments where Vince is screaming in someone's face and then it cuts to Andrew Garfield who just has his boyish kind of farm boy character just smiling like it's like he's looking at it all he's like <laughs> that's kind of funny and you're Vince Vaughn <laughs> yeah pretty much so, so like because he's smiling it gives you permission in the audience like if they didn't address it then it be- would become this big thing I'm like how are they all but you know because he's grinning you're like oh, okay that's fine that gives me permission to grin and now I believe Vince Vaughn once I actually get to the um the war scenes Vince Vaughn not an issue. So, um, so Vaughn's actually in the war as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he takes takes the squad out there. Okay. Um, Sam Worthington also quite good. Man, that guy's but, back. Yeah. Yeah, I was very surprised. Um, because he was going to be like our next big action star, and then he just fucking disappeared. Obviously, I basically. believe he's been busy making avatars. Yeah. There's like I, six of them coming out or something. Something like that. I think Avatar too stew for late next year or 2018 or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Uh, again, I'll make a prediction that you prepare to have your minds blown by that. Because the only reason that Avatar has taken so long to be done would ha- be that James Cameron is waiting for technology to improve again. Do you know what Cameron's next thing is? He wants to make a 3D film that you don't have to wear glasses. Yeah, that'd be sweet. If that's possible, if he can make that happen, genius. Yeah. Because that's the only th- annoying thing about 3D movies is you have to wear glasses. Particularly because I wear normal glasses. Putting, yes. Putting them on over the top 100%, of these, yeah. the ass. Um, but anyway, yes, back to main prediction, Hugo Weaving. Must win. Alrighty. Must be nominated at the very least. Heard I won't say first. must win, but has to be nominated. You should see, he does a lip quiver in this that nearly brought me to tears. I'll have to check it out. Mm. Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Really, Hacksaw really Ridge. great movie. And, and you know, honestly, I hadn't heard too much about it. Okay. No, it's um, it's fantastic. Yeah. And Arrival, I'm looking at checking out. I was originally going to go tonight, but I'm going to have to wait on that. I want to um, come with you. When are you going to go see it? 
Don't say Tuesday. <laughs> Maybe next Friday night? I'll be busy. Okay. Well, we can find a time. Yeah, we'll find a time. But yeah, Arrival can be our next movie review, maybe. Yeah, that'll be good. For the patrons. Mm. Speaking of patrons, thank you to everyone who has pledged us this month. We do appreciate it. Obviously, we're not reading any names out this week because we're all pre-recording these. When I get back from the States, which is middle of January, we'll read out all your names. $5 pledge gets your name read out in the podcast. $8 pledge gets you access to the VIP archive and all that kind of stuff. And $1 pledge gets you uh, into the draw to win a prize. Mm. Plus thank you. Thank you to everyone for sticking around and listening to that little bit of padding filler, by the way, just to track out the runtime of this podcast. No, it was fine. I, 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 I was thoroughly in, enthralled. I hope enthralled. I was in some way interesting. No, it was good. Um, now, I've got some options for some words to replace, or not replace, but the equivalent, the, the equivalent of phallic or phallus. Um, mamic? Could that work? Sort of like a shortened yeah. mammary? Yeah. Yep. Do you know what I've heard someone call once? Fun bags. Oh, yeah, I've heard fun bags. Actually, I think he said Dumb with Dumber. Check out the fun bags on that. Uh, check out the fun bags on that. Or yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, he must work out. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that that's not that part. Oh, sorry. You yeah, know, that's the. Oh, look at the butt on that. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Obviously, we can be conf- we can be classy and sophisticated. Oh, look at the fun bags on that. Or speaking of, we reviewed Dumb and Dumber for the patrons as well. Check it out there. I'd on the like Patreon. to eat her liver with some fava beans and a nice bottle of Chianti. <laughs> Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You guys have no idea how creepy that looked from my perspective. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our review of Duffless. Hope you enjoyed it. Mitch, any final words for the listeners? Well, that were your final words. But any more final words before we let people go? How much, how much do I need? Mamic. Fine then. Fair enough. See you guys or, next week. Or mammoths. Shh.